I am Sarah Rainey, world traveler, speaker, author, and travel concierge. Over the years, I have lived a life full of passion and adventure through travel. Today, it is more important than ever to learn the secrets to creating a dream vacation. There is one thing you cannot get back, and that is time, so don't waste it. As your travel advocate, I want to share with you the secrets that I have learned over the years. Today, I am going to be talking about the Civil War. Yes, the Civil War. Few people are aware that the last shots of the Civil War were fired off the Alaskan shores in the Bering Sea. Now, the story goes that in 1857, Russia wanted to sell the territory known as Alaska. Now, Canada did not want it, and they did not want the British to have it. So, William Seward of the United States negotiated with Russia for the purchase of the territory of Alaska for $7.2 million, an average of two cents an acre. Actually, Russia would have sold it for $5 million. That's how much they wanted to get rid of it. Now, this is known in history as Seward's Folly. William Seward was a very intelligent man and forward-thinking. He knew that someday Alaska would be worth a lot of money. Now, during this negotiating, the Civil War broke out and delayed the purchasing of of this territory. Now, there was a ship called the Sea King that was billed as a true transport ship for Great Britain. However, it had a unique designed smokestack which could be lowered and its mast switched to look like a different ship. In October 1864, interestingly, it was secretly transferred to the Confederate Navy for several black ops missions. At this time, the ship was renamed the Shenandoah. Now, the mission was to disrupt the Union forces by destroying their commerce, American flagships, in the southern and Indian Oceans and into the Bering Sea. And their final port or their final uh, capture would be San Francisco. Now, the ships were harvesting wells for whale oil, which was used in many ways. Now, it was used to lubricate Union guns and cannons, fuel oil for heat, lamp oil, margarine and cooking oil, candles, cosmetics, and perfumes. And from the bone, of course, they made ladies' corsets, animal feed, fertilizer, and of all things, nitroglycerin. It's hard to imagine that margarine and cooking oil and nitroglycerin come from the same oil. It was well known that the whalers did not have guns on board, nor were they even thinking of war, because, hey, it was so far away. And so they gave little resistance whenever they were attacked by these ships. During the 12 months that the Shenandoah was out in the Bering Sea, they captured and destroyed hundreds of ships and took over 1,000 passengers with not a single casualty on either side. Now, the prisoners were released on nearby islands. However, many of the prisoners decided to join the crew of the Shenandoah. One of the main reasons was that they would not get paid, so it would be to their benefit to share the spoils of war. They also liked the crew because they treated them fairly. Now, the crew on the Shenandoah happened to be well-educated and easygoing. The officers kept detailed journals under the command of Navy Lieutenant Commander James Waddell of the North Carolina of North Carolina. 
Now, with 20 years' experience in the United States Navy, he resigned his commission and joined the Confederacy. On June 27, 1865, Captain Waddell learned through a San Francisco newspaper article that General Robert E. Lee had surrendered his army 10 weeks earlier. Ouch. This changed everything from a heroic warship to a pirate ship. Facing a court trial for piracy, Waddell dismounted the cannons and stored them below the deck, changing the mast to make the Shendo look like an ordinary merchant ship. Captain Waddell decided to surrender the Shenandoah to the British government. This was because many of the crew originated from the United Kingdom and its colonies. Now, they did luck out. They were all exonerated, so none of them had to serve any time. Of course, none of them were hung, which was their fear. During the year-long service, the Shenandoah, as a commerce raider, Shenandoah caused disorder and devastation around the globe for the Union merchant shipping. The Confederate cruiser claimed more than 20 prizes valued at nearly 1400000 at that time. Today's, it would be probably $21 million, almost $22 million in today's dollars. In an important development in the international law, the U.S. government pursued claims collectively called the Alabama claims against the British government and following a court arbitration won heavy damages because of this. Now James Waddell was born in 1824 in North Carolina and he graduated from the United States Naval Academy. He resigned his commission like I said in 1862 and became uh, the, well actually joined the Confederate Navy. In 11 years after the Civil War, he returned to the United States and became the captain of a commercial steamer of all things called the City of San Francisco. As you know, this was supposed to be the last place that they were going to bombard before they returned to England. He died on March 15, 1886. In 1868, Secretary of State Seward finalized the purchase of the territory, and in 1959, Alaska became our 49th state. In 1964, the USS Waddell, a guided missile named destroyer, was commissioned and named for Captain James Waddell. In saw service in the Vietnam War, after a long and distinguished career, the ship was sold, and in 2006, the ship was used as a target and sunk. Thank you for tuning into my podcast today. I invite you to visit my blog on sarahrainey.com. And if you would like information on having me be a guest speaker at your next event, please visit livingalifeofpassionandadventure.com. Until next time, this is Sarah Rainey, your travel concierge.